Hello and welcome to the How to CEO podcast. I'm your host, Murray Newland, and welcome to the show. Fundraising. Fundraising is an issue that all CEOs face. Should I try to bring more capital into the company? Is this the right time? How am I going to do it? What should my approach be? And the answer really is it depends on what stage your company is at and where are you at with your company. So let's look at different stages and different ideas. So there is one concept, one school of thought that try and build a company as lean as possible Use your own money, that way you stay in control and you have to answer to no one. If you can do that, as I say, that does mean you're 100% in charge or in control. How can you do that when you're setting off? Well, your number one answer is get a job somewhere else and use that money to fund your idea, fund your startup, work on it on the side as you are building it. That is the best idea. If you are young, setting out, can you do that from home? Can you move home? Uh, That's Gary Vaynerchuk's best advice. Move home, work in your mom's basement, lower your costs, don't take on any money, uh, build it out there on your own. But that is not always possible. If you're building a company, if you're building a uh, vision that needs capital, then you need to go out and raise money from other people. Think about what that looks like, uh, both in terms of when you need the capital, how much you need, but also what happens if it goes wrong. When people are looking at starting a company, the first people they think of uh, usually to raise money from are their friends and family. Now, What you need to understand and think about when you're raising money from friends and family is that statistically, most companies fail. Even statistically, most companies that raise a few million dollars in venture capital money fail. And by the time they get to that stage, many of the risks have been taken out. So when you're starting a company, think that there's a very high likelihood that it will fail. What will it look like when it fails? If you're asking your friends and family to put their pension money in it, to get a loan, if it's money that they can't afford to lose, then you shouldn't be asking them to put that money in. It's a double tragedy if your startup, your company fails, and it's gonna be hard enough when that happens, let alone having to go back to those people who desperately need that money, who are then saying, what about my money? I want it back. Well, the answer has to be that you had a limited company, they put that limited company in, and that money is gone. But when you're asking friends and family to invest, you need to know, and you need to be really explicit with them. This is my amazing opportunity, and you need to sell that amazing opportunity to them. But at the same time, they have to know that statistically, you're likely to fail. And if you fail, you will never give them their money back. They will never get that money back. You will do whatever else you're going to do, but that company, that idea, that opportunity goes. 
because you don't want to be in the scenario where your company fails. Clearly, you won't have any income. Uh, you may be struggling to start the next idea or struggling to get a job at that point. And the burden of then trying to replay people at that time is really hard. You want to try and avoid that at all costs. So really think about taking money on from friends and family. Having said that, there are lots of amazing companies that are started with money from friends and family, but just make sure that they can afford to lose it. The next thing to think about is what market you're going after and how big that market is going to be. Why is that? Well, you need to think about how much money you're going to need to raise and what it's going to look like when you win. As I said, most investments fail. Most venture funds, for example, know that they're putting money into companies and statistically, only one of very few will actually succeed. So what does that mean for them, for the smart, savvy professional investor? Well, that means that the companies which they start, which they invest in, need to become really, really big. They need to become billion-dollar companies. Otherwise, it's not investing in. Why is that? Well, let's say you have a $100 million fund and you invest $10 million in 10 companies. One of those companies has to sell and their portion of that has to be worth $100 million or more because the rest of them, the other nine will fail. So in order for their portion, their percentage their 10% say of the company when it sells for a billion dollars to be worth a hundred million dollars, that company has to become really big. So they will only invest in companies which are going to be billion dollar companies. So if you're going to raise money for a company and you're going to take it all away, then you have to be looking for a billion dollar exit. Your idea has to be a billion dollar idea. It cannot be, we're going to grow a $50 million company and sell it. Because for most funds, that doesn't work out economically. The percentage of your company when they sell it is not going to be big enough for them to return more than the size of the fund. So you have to be looking at growing a billion-dollar company. And most people don't understand that when they're looking to fundraise. Furthermore, think about how much money you need at different stages to grow the company. A lot of people plan out, hey, I need X million dollars to grow my company. But do you need all that money all at once? Can you grow the company knowing you need that funding eventually, but can you take in smaller rounds? Can you use safe notes to raise half a million dollars, raise a million dollars, raise another half a million dollars, increasing the cap as you move forward? Most companies don't need a massive, most startups even don't need a massive uh, capital injection at the start. It's much easier to raise those smaller amounts as you go on, even if you continue raising all of the time. And that is another tip. Make sure you're always raising, always building those relationships with investors, because in the future, you will need those investors as you move forward. And it's not just those investors. Those investors who might give you money probably come through recommendation from other investors. So all, as you're growing your startup, always be building relationships with those investors. Furthermore, Investors generally don't like it if you just raise money from them and then go quiet and they don't hear from you for a while and then they come forward. You should always be informing your investors of where they are, what the opportunities are for the companies, what the threats for the company are. Because ideally, 
You want those investors to really love what's happening with your company. You want them to see the growth and the opportunity that's happening in your company. And you want them to be coming back to you saying, hey, I see this company is growing. They see the opportunity and they want to come back to you to invest more in your company rather than you waiting till you're running out of money and saying, hey, I need more cash now. That's not the position you want to be in. For investors, there are two types of startup. There's startups they want to put money in, where everyone is eagerly trying to get that, uh, trying to get the opportunity to invest in that startup. And there are those companies which are seeking money. You always want to be in the criteria where you're a great startup and investors want to be with you because you are providing a great opportunity to them. So you want to always be the company, the startup, which is a phenomenal opportunity and they should be involved in it. So you should be asking them, hey, we have, we're a great startup. We have an amazing opportunity and you have the opportunity to invest in us. And why should I take your money? What can you do for me more than giving me your money? So there's some thoughts on raising money and financing at different stages um, in a startup. I'd love to know your tips, your advice, and if there's someone you would like to speak about this, if you think you've got um, tips and advice you can share, or you would like me to interview someone on this topic, I would love to hear from you. I'm Murray Newlands, host of How to CEO. I look forward to speaking to you next time.